Hey guys, this is Frank with another episode of Modern Church Leader. Super pumped to talk about Breakthrough Ministries today. I'm here with my new friend, Shelby Holloway. Shelby, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, I'm just glad we maybe, fingers crossed, figured out all the tech challenges and we've got <laughs> this podcast happening. Hey, let's go. Let's try. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, you're with Breakthrough Ministries, which Again, we were talking a little bit before this. Uh, it just sounds like a super cool ministry. I wasn't actually familiar with it. So I'd okay. love for you just to tell people a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you get into ministry? Where are you located? And then kind of jump into what Breakthrough Ministries is all about. Yeah, well, um, I'm Shelby and I work at Breakaway and we are a college ministry on campus at Texas A&M and College Station. So we hail from the great state of Texas, uh, which is great. And I got into ministry. So when I was in college, I went to A&M. So I'm an Aggie through and through. And God just really did a transformative work in my life in college. I attended Breakaway on Tuesday nights. And if people aren't familiar with Breakaway, Breakaway is a Bible study that we exist to help any and every college student take either their first or next step with Jesus Christ. And so Breakaway has been around for about 33 years. Greg Mott, our founding director, started it in his apartment with some friends. And after he graduated college, just kept asking the Lord of like, man, like maybe the Lord has something for us in this. And so I'm really grateful that he walked in faith all these years ago because God's used it in my life. But I mean, it's been around for 33 years. We meet on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. We meet at Reed Arena mostly, which is our basketball arena where our volleyball team plays, where people graduate. And sometimes we'll meet at Kyle Field too, which is our football field. So it, I mean, it's just, God's just been so faithful for 33 years over just meeting with college students on Tuesday night. And we're not a church, we're a Bible study. So that's what people can expect when they walk in, that we will worship the living God and study his word and uh, go deep in God's word. It's so fun. Tuesday nights just do not get old. If people are ever in town, I'm like, people need to come. It's it's so much fun. Yeah, that's very cool. I mean, I, I became a Christian in college at San Diego State. Um, so, you know, college ministry and that experience was uh, like, it was incredible. Right. So I can, I can totally relate with like, not that I was part of that ministry, but just the experience in that time in my life and like how like instrumental it was and life changing it was. And, uh, you know, my wife became a Christian there and we met and got married and just all kinds of things happened. Um, so it just sounds like you guys are having a big impact for kids, uh, out there in Texas. Well, it's fun. And college is just like such a formative time of people's yeah. life where they're asking just some of life's big questions of what do I believe and what do I do with my life? And so I love that we get to just come and be a place on Tuesday nights that people can come and worship God and ask those questions. Yeah. Yeah. So it started off at the beginning, said 30 some odd years ago, yeah. just as a, you know, somebody was doing a Bible study in their dorm or in their apartment or wherever. And then it just grew. And you, how many people come on a Tuesday night now? Yeah. So right now, like it, so we, we average about two to 3,000 a Tuesday. And so it starts bigger in the fall, like on a, 
the first week of school when, you know, no one has homework, <laughs> people haven't like gotten all those projects yet or any of that. And yeah. people's, you know, schedules aren't full, but we average two to 3000 on a Tuesday night, which is incredible. And, you know, there's students that come for the first time later in the fall. And so we don't want any, any Tuesday night is just, it's not a normal Tuesday night. It's like, we want to come ready and expectant for God to move because we don't know who's in the room. It might right. be like weeks of someone inviting their friend and they finally decide to come to a place that just feels really approachable. And maybe they hear the gospel for the first time. So yeah. two to 3000 students. And it's amazing. I mean, that's incredible though. Like two to 3000 students yeah. coming every Tuesday night, like, that's very uh, humble of you to call it a Bible study. Uh, I'm sure it is a Bible study, but like, that's a mat. Like most people think Bible study is like, oh, there's 10 people. They're at the lunch tables or totally. right? like, that's a sort of different thing. So when you're like two to 3000 students show up, that is massive. Like how, and you guys meet in the main auditorium. It sounds like at the school, right? Which that's pretty cool. So yeah. how does that all work? Like the relationship with the ministry and the school, kind of being connected in that way, how did that form over time? You know, I think it's, it's been neat just being at breakaway. Like one of our core values is dependence out of John 15, five, where apart from God, we can do nothing. So I felt like, I mean, we pray often, but I think year like years ago, I remember Greg told a story about Reed arena being built uh, when he was still directing in the nineties. And he was like, man, that's a place that we could meet on campus at right. AM. And so over the years, just with people who love Breakaway and God's just really given us favor on campus and building relationships with the university staff. And I mean, it's, it goes beyond me, you know, like I've only been, this is my fifth year on staff at Breakaway. I came on staff in 2018. And so people who've gone before me, who have just worked at Breakaway, like cultivated relationships with the university and with different people over the years to where we have I mean, it is God's favor that we have good relationships with our university. And even after COVID, I mean, some of the leaders at AM were like, we want y'all to be one of the first student like on campus events back after right. the football, after football. We're like, we'll do football. And if that goes well, then um, we could maybe be back. And so even, but that was like, we were like, maybe we'll just meet outside after COVID. And the university is like, y'all could be in read we'll do like a cap of 2000 students. And we like, there were all these different parameters that we had to meet, but really it's God's favor and just continued prayer over the years and people who really have cultivated relationships. And we have like, even our team now, we continue to do that of meeting with them and wanting to honor their space. It's not ours. And uh, we go in every week, we set up, we tear down and we want to be good stewards of what God's given us. So it's yeah. like, we like lean on the Lord and we're praying, but we're also cultivating relationships. And I just get to stand on the people that like have gone like before me and like have worked uh, at breakaway years ago and just like cultivating those relationships. Yeah. 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 No, it sounds like a, a long time of just building a great reputation and, and serving the school well, and it works, you know, what, what does a Tuesday night look like? Like what yeah. is, the, what is this Bible study you speak of and what does it look like on a Tuesday night? Yeah, on a Tuesday. So we have three, th there are 300 volunteers. And so even just to give context for people who like may not know A&M, there's 80,000 students in town between our, between A&M and then the community college. And so two, 3,000 come, we have 300 students that are volunteers and between their different teams, 
they come in on a Tuesday night. So we have like a roadie team and it's a bunch of guys and they get to help set up all the stage. So they get there like at five o'clock, they set the stage up and our team, like our full-time team, there's six of us. We like plan out what the stage may look like. And once we get into rhythm, like everyone knows what their job is as far as right. like setup goes. And we have people that oversee our teams of volunteers, but then we have a media team. They are the ones that help do all of our live broadcast and our like pro presenter and they get to help do that. So I love that we get to to break away with the student and for the student, but then we have other teams like our connect team. They help connect students to the local church and they'll come in and set up beforehand our resource team. They'll set up merchandise and uh, just breakaway resources that we sell. And, but we have a street team that's on campus during the day on Tuesday. And as students are walking by to class, they're, you know, either this week, I think they handed out pies before Thanksgiving because <laughs> what, what college students is going to say no to a free pie? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> but, so they have some fun with it too, but we have a street team on campus that is, welcoming people and inviting people to break away on Tuesday. But once we get to break away, we really have a team of people that sets up the arena and then our worship team comes in and they uh, rehearse and we have our guest speaker arrive. And then like we pray at eight 30 beforehand, start at nine. And then at 10 15, we're, we're done and we tear down for the evening. And so as we like get together, we like start off with worship and then someone teaches. So yeah. It is, it's a lot of fun, but I love that we get to do it with students. You know, it makes it special. Like these are like college students that we get to run alongside and they're the ones that know the peers. They're the ones that are inviting students in their classes and it's really fun. Right. Yeah. I mean, 300 volunteers, that's impressive. That's a lot of folks to coordinate and make sure they're there. And um, do you find that it's a lot of folks that knew about the ministry or have heard about the ministry over the years and part of going to school there, like they want to be connected with the ministry. Um, yeah. They come in. I think it's a both. And I think there's people who like, I, even for example, one of our team leaders, her parents went to break away when they were in college. And that's been neat to see like, you know, people who founded breakaway, their stu- their kids are now in college. So she, right. her parents went and now she gets to be a part of it. But then you have other people who have come to know the Lord at breakaway and then they apply to be a volunteer because God used it in their life and they want to be part of that. And so I remember I was not a volunteer in college, but I remember hearing about Breakaway and I'm like, man, I want to go. And so I think you have people from all varied backgrounds who knew about it beforehand and said, man, I want to be a part of that. And then also these people that God just used it in their life and they're like, man, God used this. I want to give back. I want to be a part of this or people who are just want to be part of something we in our community college, we let sometimes at a and there's a lot of organizations and it's just for Aggies. And so we let our like community college, our blend students come and volunteer with us as well. So it's a great way for students to get plugged in and get to be yeah. a part of something yeah. on campus. Yeah, that's cool. And is it, is the worship team like part of the volunteer crew? Like, or is there a full-time worship team that you have that, runs worship and the speaker, like, do you pay an outside speaker to come in or is it just community church member, you know, church leaders that come in? Like, how does all that look? Yeah, totally. So breakaway worship, we have a part-time guy who's our worship director and he's not a student and most in our worship team isn't. So we have people who 
love college students. And when we're looking to build our worship culture, and I say we, one of my teammates, he does that, but he's like thinking, who are the type of people that when a college student comes up to them, they're going to lean in and have that conversation with the college student who's like, Hey, you're up here playing guitar every week. And so we have those, that team of people are worship leaders throughout the state of Texas. They come in on Tuesdays, but we also have a student choir that they get to sing once a month. And that's been, that's a fun way for students to get involved and for us to raise up worship leaders. And right now we have guest speakers that we bring in, but we like have had three directors in the past and our directors typically are the ones who are speaking on Tuesday nights. But right now we are having, we have guest speakers come in every week and it's, that's been just amazing for them to step in and uh, preach God's word. Yeah. I love it. I love it. What, I mean, what has things changed or have things changed at all? It sounds like, you know, you're back on campus and all the things schools are back. Like we're three years from the pandemic and all the things. Did you see a big change or is there anything different now as compared to pre, you know, pandemic in terms of doing college ministry and meeting and I don't know, any, anything that have changed dramatically? Totally. I don't know if I would say dramatically. I think it's more of just being aware of where students are at. So like, you know, in college ministry, uh, it's 18 to 22 year olds and they stay the same age and we keep getting older. And so <laughs> like, I think about like, okay, the pandemic happened. A lot of them are either seniors now or they were in high school. Right. And so I think it's more being cognizant of like, well, where are we at just culture wise? Like I think mm. students are a little more overwhelmed or you just had this like big shift and you know, we even saw it at first, like, you know, classes all went online instead of on campus. And so that adjustment back to in-person classes and meeting students again, like connecting with people. And, you know, it's just, I've read stuff of like, it's the lonely, like people are lonely. And so even just that piece of training students, like how can we encourage you to connect with the people in your classes? And then I think breakaway wise, like just even just with this generation, whether it's like post, we had these conversations pre COVID, but I think after COVID we're still having them of we are an in-person gathering. And so that like for us, we're like, man, like if people get in the room, like there's just something about being in the room on a Tuesday night that you can't necessarily get on a screen. Now I think God can still work on a screen and like listening to a podcast and all of that. But I think for us, like with this generation and even I say with this generation, I think there's just so much saturated, like it's just a really, people have podcasts, people Mm -hmm. like there's so much content out there right now, which I think is a great thing. But I think for us, we're like, man, how can we encourage students to come and to let them know that this is beneficial to them You know, and so I think if anything, it's more like, how can we encourage an in-person gathering when students can always listen to a podcast later or watch the YouTube live stream later on? And so I think if anything, that's been more of a, of a challenge and on our end, because we're like, man, there's, there's nothing like a Tuesday night that is in person in time. But I think those are the things like post COVID you have like that student piece of, overwhelmed, but wanting to make friends and wanting to connect. And how do I do all the things after, you know, my high school finished and I wasn't doing a lot or I went to all online classes, but I think those are the things that come to mind of what changed after the pandemic. But in some ways it feels like we're back to normal too. Yeah. It's been a few years now and, you know, (laughs) yeah, uh, it is interesting. How do you guys spread the word? Like how do you get the, the word out about, 
Tuesday nights and about the ministry and build those connections. And, and you have the volunteers and you have the street team. You kind of mentioned that, but is there any other ways that you're like partnering with the university or, you know, doing marketing or any of that kind of stuff to, you know, build momentum? Yeah, totally. I mean, we're on social media. And so that is like a huge way for us to market. And a few years ago, our former director, TA, Timothy Atik, he like, he gave us four words that really have stuck with me. And it's a, a reminder, a reason, an invitation, and an introduction. And so if we can think about those four words as we're talking like with students, I think mm-hmm. it's just really helpful. And so we market via social media. So we'll like post a story that says breakaway tomorrow night, breakaway tonight. So very much engaged on social media. And then we have our street team, like you said, getting to talk to students on campus. And then I think one of the other ways we're just really training up our volunteers is to see their spheres of influence and say like, where are the places that you're at? Like when you go to the grocery store or when you go to the rec center on campus or when you're in your classroom, who are the people that you can invite? Like who are the just people in your surrounding areas? Because we see like social media work. Even the other day, someone was saying they came to Breakaway because they saw a social media post, yeah, you know, right, which right. is so cool. And they wear our teams. They wear T-shirts on Tuesdays that say Breakaway tonight. And we even heard a story about someone who's like, hey, let me ask you about this, like because you're wearing your T-shirt, right. you know. So we have those like tactics as far as marketing strategy. And then we also are just really encouraging to our students to be like, sometimes like there's so much power to a personal invitation mm. say, Hey, why don't you come to breakaway with me tonight? And even if they don't accept until like the fifth time, maybe right. they need to be invited four times before they ever say yes to coming. And so we just think about in-person social media, t-shirts on campus. We don't want to like be in people's faces, but we want to remind people that breakaway is happening. We want to invite them. We want to introduce them and we want to give them a reason to come. Right. So those are like some of the things we think through when it comes to our marketing strategies. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Does the university give you opportunities to like let students know about it in other, like sounds like they let you on campus and you can pass out pies and all that. Kind of stuff, <laughs> yeah. is, right? um, but you know, orientation or in the dorms or, you know, I don't know. There's all these like different avenues. Like, do you have any kind of things where, where you've seen success by just partnering with the university? Yeah, I think a lot of, I mean, at AM, there are so many different organizations. I think there's over a thousand organizations. So AM is a very like organization culture. So in some ways, if the, it, like they said yes to everything, I don't, <laughs> that would be a lot. But they are, I mean, they let students like even us like be on campus on Tuesdays, right. passing things out. But in the summers, one of the things we do when we have all of our new freshmen conferences, the new student conferences yep. and, our, and all the freshmen come sign up for their classes. We are on campus and we pass out t-shirts to every incoming freshman. And so that they will, they will get invited and they will get a free t-shirt yep. and it'll be a reminder to them that breakaway happens. And again, it's like what college student doesn't want a free t-shirt when they're starting out school? Like they can add it to the collection, they can add it to their collection and all that. But that's one of the things we do in like being on campus. We see a lot of value in that and a and like they're great about letting students and not just us, like organizations are on campus, but right. they're not necessarily like promoting breakaway, but they allow us to be, get to be there, promote yeah. breakaway, just like they get to allow other organizations to yep. promote what they're wanting to promote. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, part of my question, you're like, if there's someone listening, that's like, oh, I've got a small 
Bible study or I'm thinking about starting something, you know, like giving people ideas on how to totally. you know, build something at their school, I, I think is because you guys have something really special. And the fact that it's that big kind of creates energy and creates this momentum that almost will keep going because it is, it's got this size to it already. Sure. Um, so, you know, maybe as we're kind of winding down, like how, how would you, what things would you tell somebody who is starting out or has a small ministry that they've just begun or they're thinking about, you know, what, what would you tell them to do? Uh, obviously being faithful and praying and yeah, for sure things like definitely. Um, but you know, tactically like running an effective ministry organization on campus, like what kind of things have you seen really work or what would you tell them to do in starting out? Yeah. Well, I think even just like having someone who has a vision and direction and then someone to help implement that vision. And then from there, I'm like, try stuff, you know, like for us, like, I think even our marketing tactics, sometimes we like to put like funny videos out there that just are for entertainment. Like we did an Aggie essential video say, here's what you need as a new freshman, like, you know, just like having fun. And so I don't, I would just say, don't be afraid to try new ideas. Like for us, sometimes we'll try things and we're like, okay, that maybe didn't land as well as we thought. So, but that's okay. But you're not going to know unless you try. And I think it's important to also like, even just learn the culture of where you're at. And so for us, we like, we're like, we'll give people like, Hey, this is what we do on a Tuesday night. This is our teams that we operate with and everything. But for us, it's like, we know the culture of A&M. And so, but that, like you said, you went to San Diego state, the culture at A&M is going to be different than the culture at San Diego state. And so how can, you know, you enter the culture and kind of know like how things operate. So it's where it's like, Oh, students, at AM, we're like, we're going to give free t-shirts away. People are like, cool, breakaway, awesome, I'll go try it. It's like, who knows if that may go over as well as your campus. But I think it's like not being afraid to try those new things, right. try the social media thing, try like doing something fun. People want something to be a part of. And so even just that piece of like, if we just gave people all information, then that's all they would have is information. But we're like, you know, we're a Bible study. We want to also like give like have fun and do fun videos and some of that stuff. But I would just say someone have someone with vision and then have someone to help implement that and then get people like alongside, get people in the boat, like get people who are excited about whatever is happening on, you know, on your campus. And it's okay. Like it doesn't have to, it, things can grow over time. It doesn't have to grow overnight, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it didn't start, uh, you know, 33 years ago at 2000, 3000 people showing up. No, no, but it like, but it grew, you know, yeah. it's like people just invited people and kept inviting people and then people were bought in and kept inviting people. And then God's just done something amazing that no one I think could have ever dreamed or hoped of. Yeah, no, it sounds like it's super cool. Um, breakaway ministries people got to go check it out where should they go online i got a couple rapid fire questions i'm going to ask you but where should folks okay. go to check out breakaway ministries yeah so they can i mean on youtube you can find us breakaway ministries and then on instagram we're breakaway men breakaway m-i-n so if you guys follow us there you'll get all the things up to date on breakaway and it's fun we love it amazing okay who's a, like a church leader a christian leader ministry leader that you look up to and why yeah. Okay. So 
I will say TA, Timothy Atik, I already talked about him a little bit, but he's our former director. He's currently one of the pastors at Watermark Church in Dallas. And so I got to work with him closely for the past few years. And he is an incredible leader. He's compassionate. He cares for the people and just is really submitted to the Lord and walks faithfully with Jesus. So him and his wife, their family, I'm really grateful for him. So I look up to them a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, What's a book you think everyone should read? Okay. I will say I just finished it recently, but Delighting in the Trinity by Michael Reeves. It is, it says it's an introduction to the Christian faith, but it's really deep, but it talks about the Trinity, about the triune God. It's like just really helpful and understanding more about who God is. So I recently read it, came highly recommended. Really good. Very cool. Okay. Podcast that you're listening to right now. Okay. I'll say I like Carrie Newhoff podcast. And then also on a fun one, I love the show survivor and I like to listen to the pod has spoken. It's a recap of all the episodes. So all the episodes. Nice. I've heard people, I've never listened to a podcast like that, but I've heard people love those. Hey, it's pretty fun. So, you know, you got a leadership one and you got a fun TV recap. I love it. I love it. Well, Shelby, this has been great. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing your story and uh, telling us more about the ministry. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Well, guys, thanks for joining us this week. We'll catch you next week on another episode of Modern Church Leader. See ya.